0: in Montana, News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. Federal wildlife officials are moving to remove federal protections for grizzly bears in northwestern Montana. Wildlife officials are looking to determine if the animals have enough habitat to ensure their survival. An estimated 1,000 bears occupy at least 22,000 square miles near Glacier National Park. Those bears are the largest population of grizzlies in the lower 48 states. A complicating factor is a court battle with conservationists and American Indian tribes over the lifting of protections for a different group of grizzlies in and around Yellowstone National Park. The Trump administration wants states, including Montana, to impose work requirements on Native Americans who receive Medicaid and tribal health advocates say that could spell doom for some tribal health services. On Monday, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Administrator Sima Verma affirmed it would work with states to impose requirements on Native Americans. Elliot Fishman, Policy Director for the Consumer Health Advocacy Group Families USA, says tribal health services rely on insurance payments from patients to stay open because they get little funding from the Indian Health Service. He says people dropped off of Medicaid would also cut into funds available for those health providers. Quote, people who need care go without, so there are absolutely lives at stake. Montana hasn't announced plans to require work although state lawmakers attempted to do so when Montana expanded Medicaid in 2015. With Medicaid expansion up for renewal next year, some state lawmakers have suggested work requirements should be on the table if the program is to be extended. Fishman says it's still unclear whether states can legally impose work requirements on anyone. In addition, Tribes also have a sovereign government-to-government relationship with the United States, further complicated how such a measure would be implemented. There are about 70,000 Native Americans in Montana. The State of Washington Utilities and Transportation Commission has ordered its utilities to plan for elimination of energy generated by the coal strip power plants. Directives were sent to Puget Sound Energy, Avista Corporation, and Pacific Power. They served more than 1.47 million state customers using a mix of coal, natural gas, and renewable power. The commission asked the utilities to assign a hefty cost to carbon emissions, a pollution source that scientists say is driving climate change. This would be for planning purposes and not used to try to justify higher rates, but such an accounting would bolster the financial case for the three utilities to hasten their planned exit from the coal strip generating plant, that major Montana plant in which each of them has an ownership stake. Quote, the higher the price, the less economic the facility will look, says Ken Johnson, a vice president of Puget Sound Energy. They expect to be off of coal-fired power completely by the early 2030s. The heftier price on carbon would also be applied, in the planning documents, to natural gas power plants, thus making renewables a more attractive option in the years ahead. More coal plants are projected to retire more quickly than experts thought even a year ago, according to energy industry analysts who gathered in Chicago on Tuesday. Three alternative energy sources, wind, solar, and natural gas, are expected to divide up the spoils, said experts at the American Wind Energy Association's Wind Power 2018 conference. Quote, the real story, I believe, is in coal retirements, said Bruce Hamilton, a director in the Energy Practice Administration at Navigant. They have modeled every coal plant in the U.S., and project 73 gigawatts will retire in the next 10 years. He says, quote, That's more than twice what we projected a year ago at this time. The projection changed in part because of more announced retirements, Hamilton said. He added, more importantly, the fundamentals of the economics of coal have gotten worse with costs going up, while the competition for coal, gas, wind, and solar have all gotten cheaper. So it's getting to the point where huge swings are forecast. You will see it throughout the next decade. U.S. Senator John Tester is continuing his years-long fight against a nationwide Internet sales tax. Tester has introduced a resolution opposing a bill that would require businesses selling products or services over the Internet to collect sales tax, even if the seller is located in a state without a sales tax. Under the Marketplace Fairness Act, which Tester calls a misnomer, small businesses and retailers in Montana that sell their products or services online would be forced to collect sales taxes for more than 10,000 other states, cities, and municipalities, despite the fact that Montanans have voted against implementing a sales tax not once but twice in 1971 and 1993. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.